So today's divorce court, uh, one of my faves. Um, I love the Before Your Vows, one of my like all time favorite favorites. Uh, and it started off with the cheating and I'm just like, oh, of course, here we go. It's like a running, running thing. And I think it's interesting when people bring up cheating, like they bring up their partner's cheating, but they don't bring up their own. And it's weird. Sometimes it goes into this weird tit for tat thing and stuff like that. Or in this case, they talked about having a polyamorous relationship. And I think sometimes people think that that's a good idea. And not to say that it isn't a good idea because it does work for some people, but the amount of communication needed to have that type of relationship, I don't think based on what he or she said they they had because she felt like he wasn't talking to her. Her level of her inability to deal with her anger in um, an appropriate way I mean, cause them not to be able to have the relationship that they want. And also him doing the things that he did caused, caused her anger. So it was just like this whole cycle thing. But I do think it's interesting that they've brought up the polyamorous relationship um, because you don't really hear much about it, especially in divorce court. Um, but I do think it's interesting that they were willing to try it and experiment with it. Um, and I think there was a lot of talk about like how they were great friends like I don't think there was a lot of negativity in this one like they did love each other um, and I think the interesting thing and something that I feel like I'm learning is that like sometimes you may love somebody um, and it's kind of like what we talked about in when I'm re when I reviewed previous episodes of this is like sometimes you love someone and you have a great friendship, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're meant to be in a long-term forever type of relationship with this. But then it's like, can men and women be friends? Um, I would like to say yes, because I have male friends um, that I, whom I love and care for dearly. Um, but I do think that it is weird, you know? Um, I have like one male friend that like, I've like known my whole entire life and like never done anything with him and like I still catch up with and would talk to um so I think it can be hard I think the breaking stuff that uh was brought up was extreme I would be so mad if someone broke through my tvs beat my car like I wouldn't even be in a relationship with you like that right there staying with her through all that that's love because I would have bounced uh, probably a long time ago. You're destroying my property. Um, you don't respect me, obviously, because you don't respect my property, but that's just me, like I said. Um, I do like how Judge Lynn brought up the idea of being a victim of your own anger, and I think that that goes so much further. I think oftentimes we're a victim not only of our anger, but of all of our emotions. Um, if you can't or don't have the ability to um, express yourself or um, recognize what you're really feeling, not the emotion masking what you're feeling. It's like she says, you know, anger is, anger is fear disguised, you know? So I think that sometimes people have a hard time recognizing what they're really feeling and they're just acting. Um, emotional... 
Oh, there has there needs to be a word for this and I know that there is oh emotional maturity that's what I was talking about is something that I don't know if um, as a whole um, we're taught emotional maturity and just how to um, recognize and deal with our emotions because we live in a society where um, you know a pill fixes this a pill fixes that um, you know, there's all these things that you can distract and that can distract you or you, you or people use as coping mechanisms that allow them not to deal with their emotions. <sighs> One of the, and, and in that same concept, um, picking your battles, like one thing that, you know, she brought up the fact that her mom said, Judge Lynn did, brought up the fact that her mom told her like you just let this man take an hour of your life my mom always told me you got to pick your battles um i used to want to fight about everything because i used to think everybody was wrong and i do still think that a lot of people are wrong but you have to like you can't go to bat for everything and you have to pick what is the most important thing what are the things i value the most what are the things that no matter what i'm not willing to compromise on um and that was really hard for me to like internalize and, and actualize in my everyday living because I'm so passionate about so many things. Um, and I just, I have, I have to find a way to, I had to find a way to recognize that I had passions about those things, but um, didn't necessarily mean that I had to have that fight right then and there when that fight was presented to me rough life all right so on to the questions for this episode of divorce court do you think married couples should know who they who ah, do you think married couples should know one another's closest friends i would say yes i don't in the relationship i'm in right now like we don't not know each other's close friends so i can't imagine how are they your close friend but they've never met your partner you know like that just seems a little suspicious especially like if you've been together for a number of years it's one thing I'm with this person for six months and I've never met their friend but I'm with you for like two years three years and I still haven't met your like closest friend you know what I mean I'm not saying that me and your closest friend have to be friends too but just like being able to be cordial and have a relationship I think is important Question number two, how would you react if your partner's family preferred their ex over you? A, accept it. B, avoid them. C, blame my partner. And D, blame the ex. So I would accept this. Um, I think families, especially depending on how long um, they deal with a certain person, like you, they have ties, they have a, a whole other relationship happens which is one of the reasons why I think people have to be careful when you get into relationships um, and when you introduce them to your family because when you if you break up your family goes through that breakup too so if if they have created a strong bond with your siblings or your mom or your dad it's like now you're saying okay now you have to cut ties with them in essence and that's really hard to do so I don't think I would I think it's just really difficult being um, in a relationship and having your family be in that relationship as well and not and recognizing that 
even though you may not want to interact with that person or you guys your relationship may not have worked out but like they also created their own relationship with your family so I personally would accept it because I can I understand how difficult that can be um and I think that's why you just need to wait not to say that I like I mean I didn't really start introducing people to my family until I was in college and even then I think they've met they met like two of the partners that I was with yeah two two out of the three and only two of them were actually serious one they met wasn't super serious I was just delusional I don't know what was going on with me at that time and then the relationship I'm in now and that one I kind both of those my parents met them kind of kind of early not really not for this this most recent one um it feels like it was early but it wasn't actually that early um avoid them is just like no why would I avoid them that doesn't make any sense I have to have a relationship with uh, my partner's family if I'm going to become a part of it because at some point they're going to be a part of my everyday life so that's impossible I don't I wouldn't blame my partner because I mean if anything I would look at I wouldn't blame my partner or the ex if anything I would look at why that family why those why the family didn't like me because that's probably it's one thing if they didn't like me because they just liked this girl more because she did this or did that um but if I was in in the case of this case if I was breaking his property yeah of course they're gonna like the ex more than me you know what I mean if I'm doing things that give them legitimate reasons not to like me I feel like you know I have to self-reflect and recognize that it's not the ex it's not my partner it's me and about how I conduct myself and what they think of me based on my actions because that's you know actions speak louder than words you know but hashtag these cheaters in divorce court but I do have high hopes for the people in this in this relationship because I think there is so much love um, and so much potential in their relationship and I was super bummed to find out that they didn't they're not together anymore and are living separately but I do think that she had so much personal work to do um, on her anger and just getting more secure within herself because I don't think her insecurity stems from just him I think her insecurity stems from her past and like she has to deal with her anger because her anger is more than just you know he's talking to this girl he him and I got into this argument so I hope that I'm glad that they're raising their kid together but I hope that in time um, when she becomes more secure within herself and uh, while raising their kid they just grow together because I think they were beautiful see you tomorrow